idea man. The good teams find ways to win a game like that. And Green Bay still trying to figure that piece of it out. Innovative. He did not look like himself. He looked indecisive. But what I love again about it, he didn't let all of that affect him the rest of the game. That's a great thing to see in a young player. And Packers Hall of Famer. Oh, Tausch making us feel better this morning. Yeah. I like that. Appreciate it, Tausch. Yeah, I, I always try, guys. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Reggie is the greatest defender of all time. He wanted to be a man of God, and he wanted to win the Super Bowl. Like me, Get away from the field, Reggie gets a little more complicated. What I'm learning now, based on what I was teaching then, I misled people. Tausch, I am super excited for the Reggie White documentary coming out on ESPN. Brandon, what is that? Does that drop tonight? That is tonight. Yeah, eight, tonight. Eight, yep, eight p.m. on ESPN. Did you and Reggie cross? I mean, I know you guys didn't play together, but was he around at all when when you started? Yeah, actually, um, you know, a lot of times people will ask into your welcome to the NFL moment and things like that. So obviously. Growing up here, uh, watching and respecting what Reggie did and the three sacks in the Super Bowl and turning the, you know, being a huge part of the big turnaround, I get into Green Bay in 2000 as a rookie. And Reggie had retired, but then came back to play in 2000 in Charlotte for the Carolina Panthers. And as luck would have it, what game do you think pops up on a Monday night schedule? <laughs> Uh, the Carolina Panthers and the Green Bay Packers at Carolina. And it's one of my favorite kind of memories from playing was all week long. I was at that point a rookie. I was a short-haired, baby-faced, you know, just trying to figure things out, uh, right tackle. And Reggie White obviously had a great relationship with Brett Favre, but he had never sacked Brett Favre. So all week long... Who's got to block Reggie White but old T? So it was the, that was kind of the storyline. And one of my favorite moments is the, about the third play in the game, and we're running a keep pass. So Reggie's lined up over me, and I'm already, you know, luckily at this point Reggie was 38, 39 years old, so he wasn't the dominant force 25, 26, but still strong as a, obviously still has a lot of talent. I go on a keep pass, and I'm trying to bring him along with me so that Brett could roll out. Well, I get my hands up in his face mask a little bit and bring him down. We make a completion. And as I'm walking back to the huddle, I just hear this, young fella, keep your hands out of my face. (laughs) And I just turn and I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was kind of where I was at. Yeah, it was at that point I – so the rest of the game goes, and I, you know, we block, and you know, luckily we didn't give up a sack. Reggie didn't get one on Brett, so it was a big night for me. But that was just that's something that you know, and I know Reggie passed a while ago. That was always something for me that is in my memory rolodex for my NFL career. Man, I you know, Tausch, when I was just kind of breaking into the business, and I was doing a little bit of writing before I ended up in television, and Reggie was a guy who was. You know, up and coming, or then part of those Super Bowl teams. Just when I was starting to emerge, and had an opportunity to interview him a, a number of times. The most significant piece that I wrote about him was, and you probably remember as a fan, the Thanksgiving Day game where we went down to Dallas and came from ahead to lose famously. But Reggie wasn't supposed to play because he was hurt. 
think it was his shoulder or something, and he was telling this story. He said, I was on the training table that day, and God came down and healed me. And that was the story that Reggie was telling. And I wrote this piece about, you know, you you believe what you want, but Reggie believes this, and that's the story he's telling. And he carried his ministry into the locker room to anybody who wanted to hear it. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. And I heard plenty of stories. Again, I was... Uh, not able to be in a locker room with him, but the the legacy that he left with different debates and the way he uh, believed in what he believed, that resonated throughout the locker room and even after he went. But uh, uh, just the on the field, I just I think Packer fans appreciated it at the time, but I think when you look back at that era of football and what Reggie and what Reggie was able to bring from a credibility standpoint to the Green Bay Packers, people now look at what, where Green Bay is at with the facilities and everything else. Teams used to say, and this was Tampa Bay, other teams would basically tell their players that if they didn't play well or if they were acting out, that they would send them to Green Bay. It was basically like Siberia. Yes. Like that's where it was in the NFL, and Reggie White turned that script upside down and now you look at it and uh, green bay is looked at as one of the places that you want to go if it's about football this is where you want to go i think reggie white had a huge part in changing that narrative brandon says there's new information we're going to learn new stuff about reggie white in the espn absolutely is this a 30 for 30 30 for 30 the minister of defense that premieres tonight on espn at can you give us a little bit Little taste. Brandon, Brandon seems well, to know things about what I don't necessarily know. What a teaser. I did a little bit of research. Uh, Red Lobster may have played a big part in why Reggie White chose Green Bay. That's that's all I'll leave you with, Tosh. Is it the biscuits? Is it the biscuits? <laughs> Old that's T is going to have to tune in. ESPN, 8 p.m. Uh, Old T, let me tell you something. <laughs> Old T will definitely be tuning into that, but I just wonder, was it all about that bread or was it about them cheddar biscuits? <laughs> it's about the both. cheddar biscuits, yeah. legit. That's yeah, what Brandon it said. It is. Cheddar biscuits. I ain't gonna lie to you, Vinny. I, I got a hunch. Yeah, the cheddar biscuits are great, but I got a hunch it's a little probably about the bread that the Green Bay Packers were putting on the table for Reggie. <laughs> that kind of bread. I got you. The story that I had heard that Mike Holmgren told so well is that he had left a voicemail for, or, well, I guess at the time, an answering machine message for Reggie as the decision was playing out, and he, you know, knowing that Reggie is devoutly religious, Holmgren tells this great story. So I called him up. I said, Reggie, this is God. Go to Green Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever he did, it worked. Thanks, Tosh. We'll talk tomorrow. See you guys.